1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian podcast is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. Fun, safe, and stress-free gatherings were hard to plan until now. For only $99, you can reserve a theater for a private showing for up to 20 of your friends and family. Details online at MarcusTheaters.com. Hmm. little theme music here. You want a guest, Tim? You want your first sure. guest ever on? on uh, this the, is my first guest ever. On the yeah. Tim Murray portion of the show. You want to introduce him? Uh, sure. All right, go ahead. The head coach of the Comeback Kids, a.k.a. the UW-Milwaukee Panthers. That would be Patrick Baldwin Sr. All they do is come back from 24 down against the number one seeded team with only in six the Horizon a, League with, with 626 <laughs> to go. Morning, Coach. Good morning. Good morning. I'm just getting off the gurney right now. <laughs> Took a lot out of you, huh? That that win. It, it did, but it was it was fun to see our guys fight and and uh, persevere. It's the second time this season you've done something like that. Big comeback. Yeah, you know, I I, I want to stop making that a a habit with our <laughs> with our guys, but uh, you know, as you know in sports, you're going to be up or down and and you know, when you're down, you have to sometimes make a mad push and dash to to get back in the game. And our guys have uh, fortunately had a pension for that um, in these two games that we played like that. You said it was a lot of fun, the comeback the other night, down 24 with 6.26 to go against Wright State, the number one seed in the Horizon Tournament, right? You said yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I bet it was. Well, when did it start being fun for you, Coach? Because I'm guessing <laughs> the first 34 minutes of that game, you weren't having a right. good time. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't fun during that time. Uh, I, I'm it started to be fun when when our guys started making shots and we started getting defensive stops. And there was a moment, um, I think it was maybe 53 seconds left in the game, and one of our guys missed a blockout, and then Tijon came down and, and hit a three, and then uh, I think right. Wright State may have called a timeout, or we did, and I put one of our guys that that missed the blockout in the headlock, and kind of jokingly. <laughs> You know, tapped his head and said, "We're going to win this game." So, <laughs> I, I just knew at that point our guys were having fun. They were playing hard, and that's all I could ask for at that point. I can't imagine what the letdown would have been like had you not won to work that hard, come back for those last six and a half minutes, and come up short. But you didn't. You got it to overtime, and you won the game. Is is that the most exciting game you've ever been involved with personally? Well, there have been a number of games. Uh, that I've been involved in that uh, had that type of pageantry and excitement. Um, being as a head coach, that was probably the best game. Uh, as an assistant coach, when I was at Northwestern, we beat Michigan on a Hail Mary pass. Um, and I, I think it was a couple, a year, what, four years ago to the day, March 1st. And, um, oh. you know, so that was, that was really, that was really exciting too. And, uh, but this, as a as a head coach, it, it's as good as it gets. And you know, if we didn't win it, you know, we probably didn't deserve it just because of how poorly we played throughout the game. And um, but you know, considering how how hard our guys fought, um, I'll take it any way we get it. You know, coach, is it a fortunate situation the way the Horizon League is uh, is situated? By the way, I want to. I want to throw some stats out, guys, for for how unlikely this was. Okay. Uh, Ken Palm <laughs> is kind of like the gospel to analytics in uh, in college hoops. Everyone focuses on Ken Palm, and the win probability 
of of Coach and uh, and the Panthers uh, a couple nights ago was zero point point zero three percent when they were down by twenty four. <laughs> Because <laughs> not only, coach, not yeah. only, coach, I yep. believe that's flatlining right there. Isn't well, it? no, that's that's why I was on the gurney. Uh, <laughs> I will not be in Vegas anytime soon. <laughs> Point, Point zero, zero three. three. It's the it's the largest comeback since uh, Ken Palm has started tracking these types of things. It's the uh, the most unlikely comeback of the season, and uh, also, coach, you guys had the second most unlikely comeback of the season because you were down by 13 against the team you're playing Monday night, Cleveland State, with under two minutes to go. Uh, what did you say to your guys after the after the game? I mean, I got to imagine, obviously, in addition to the pride and all that, you had to have joke like, you know, can we maybe have a lead and hold on to that? These these comebacks are going to kill me. Yeah, you know, a lot of time it passed by because as a staff we were trying to collect ourselves and but we also wanted our guys to just enjoy the the, the win that, that uh, they just that they just got and we just got. But uh, yeah, I, my my hope is that we we have a lead, we secure it, and we we end up uh, winning games uh, different than than how we did against Wright State. But um, you know, it's we have a, a great group of guys that. Um, and kids that, that work hard every single day, they commit to, to what we're trying to do. Uh, we've had our ups and downs this year, but uh, you can tell that they really enjoy playing for each other, and they just enjoy playing to compete and, and try to win each and every game they, they go out. Now, would you have preferred, because you know, if this isn't a true tournament situation in the sense that you're not playing until Monday, would you have preferred... Let's roll right into it off this off this win. Or did that game take so much out of your guys? You're happy to take some time off. You'll travel to Indianapolis and you'll play uh, Cleveland State on Monday. Yeah, from a physical standpoint, you you need the kind of the the break because of the, the physical wear and tear that a game takes on your body. But as far as momentum, I wish we could uh, continue to play um, the next day or whatever, or a day after, or. or rest and then go back another day uh the other side of the two is is you know all the the, the hoopla, you, hoopla you get from it and and i i honestly want that to to die down so our guys don't get uh too filled up with it and forget to you know that we have another game to play that we have to play hard again that we have a really formidable opponent in front of us that um that we've had two very tough games against this year so um, I, I wish we could play right away, but we have all these days uh, prior to that. Does this give you another button to push during the game if they uh, get behind and, and maybe start feeling <laughs> yeah feel a little down? You can say, "Hey, this is nothing new for hey, us." You know, remember Wright State, remember Cleveland State. Yeah, that's that's the caveat behind this whole thing. If you're ever down, you know, our guys they they can go back to this and revisit. Uh, these these two games that we had been in like this, and we had been in another game against Oakland uh, last or two weekends ago, um, and pushed the game to overtime and eventually beat them as well um, when we were down and and really made a push late. So we have a lot of references that we can go to um, if this, and hopefully it doesn't happen again. But if it happens, um, <laughs> we, we definitely can go back to some of these games we played. Coach, you really have no use for a forty-minute game, do you? You love the overtime. <laughs> you love overtime. 
<laughs> you know, my mistake is on the, on the board. Um, I put forty plus, so I always put plus at the end. So <laughs> I got to take that to heart, I guess. Uh, Mike Tyson said, and this this makes more sense to me all the time. Mike Tyson said, "Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth." Well, you got punched in the mouth a, a few times this year. How? How much did you readjust your plan for that game the other night when you're down 26? I mean, I'm sure you and you and all the coaches were scrambling. Yeah, you know when we when we were putting our game plan together, and it, it had to change because number one, they were killing us inside. Um, they were scoring at will. I think uh, one of their kids had 35 and 12 um, in that game, and another kid at 14 and eight, but fouled out. So. We were, we were leaving them on an island and, and letting them play inside by themselves, and, and, it, and it got us down. Um, and then uh, we had to readjust and, and try to double a little bit and dig a little bit more in the post. So we probably had two or three game plans um, at once going <laughs> as, as we, we got down. And, and uh, you, you have to make adjustments during games. If you do, you're, if you don't, you're a fool. Uh, because teams are really good, players are really good in this league and in college basketball, and and you better have an alternative plan if you're trying to win. Talking to Pat Baldwin, head coach at UW-Milwaukee, the Panthers. That game ended at what time, Coach, the other night? Um, it was uh, Eastern Standard Time, 7-9, probably 9-30, I would guess, or what 9 I would guess. What time did you finally fall asleep that night? What time did you go to get finally get down for the night? Um, to be honest with you, uh, 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it was a sleepless night. <laughs> I, I can't imagine the adrenaline and all, what your brain is going through through all of that, trying to coach those guys back to a win from 26 down. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's amazing what, what is filled in your head uh, during those times. So I had to, you know, as soon as I got the film, I was able to, to watch it and, you know, in its entirety and, and you know, number one, I'm thinking we have to play so much better uh, than we than we did, and then uh, then figure out you know all the all the plays that we made down the stretch. And it was the it was the perfect storm from the standpoint of we had to make all the right plays um, in order to, to get ourselves back in position, and and Wright State had to help us in in some respect. So, what do you do between now and the next game with Cleveland State? Yeah, we, we meet as a staff, and we um, met with our team yesterday and talked with them about our game plan going forward uh, against Cleveland State. You know, there's history between us and having played twice already. And uh, so we, we talk about our game plan. We talk about, you know, film. We, we watched film as a staff yesterday um, in, in preparation. And then, uh, you know, we put our game plan and start incorporating our game plan today with, with our guys, with practice and, and film and, and all of that. So there's a lot of work that, that goes in between, um, you know, between uh, the time now and, and when we play. And you can see uh, Cleveland State and UW-Milwaukee on Monday night. That game will be uh, nationally televised on ESPNU. Uh, and we joked about it, guys, yesterday. You know, it's not like this, uh, you know, Milwaukee's comeback was, you know, the, the craziest thing that happened alone in the conference, Coach. <laughs> what Your conference was on some crazy pills on Tuesday night because the opponent that you played, Cleveland State, they needed a bank three in double overtime 
from a guy who hadn't hit a three all year. So is this just indicative of, of how your league plays out? Because, you know, Cleveland State survives. The, the favorite Wright State is gone. Detroit was a team that people were high on. They lose to Northern Kentucky. You guys were, were eating each other up on Tuesday night. <laughs> Yeah, our, our league was was nuts, but even more so, it was extremely competitive. And you can, you know, it's March Madness for a reason. And uh, our league demonstrated that with overtime games and buzzer beaters and and all of that. And and uh, you know, it's an indicative of the parity in our league of of guys and and coaches that are competing extremely hard in in order to win. And 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 hopefully that's the case uh, going forward, where both teams that. Uh, both sets of games, we're, we're both competing, and, and hopefully we can come out on the on the right side of, of victory. Hey, Coach, completely off the topic, well, it's still basketball-related. If we're going to replace Jerry West on the NBA logo, <laughs> who would you put on the logo? What, what, what iconic player would go on the logo for you? Well, did, did you guys play at all? Maybe we could put you yeah, on the logo. Tim, Tim did. Tim, Tim College. Tim was, on the, <laughs> Tim was on the cover of the program for three games, Tim? Uh, yeah, I think I, I was hoping that we could either get me, you know, I was a really good uh, towel waver on the bench. I, I really think that would be a good logo. Maybe that uh, could be the, the, the monitor. On the... I think that would be a good one. It, it would be it would be showing the world, you know, we're not all about, you know, big shots. It's 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 a team game. Everyone means. Uh, I, I got one more for yeah, coach. That would be good, a team photo as a logo. <laughs> well, it would emphasize team then, wouldn't it? That would be yeah, the way to go. Uh, yeah. Coach, your son is uh, is is for those who don't know, one of the biggest uh, high school players in the country, uh, both size and just talent wise. You played uh, at Northwestern, so you you've got a couple uh, uh, some background. When could your son beat you one on one, or do you still have some of that old man game that can? Uh, do you body up on him? <laughs> you get real physical with him. Yeah, you know, first of all, I do have the old man game. It's, it's starting to creep up into into really old man game uh, at this point. But uh, you know, there's a there's a story when when uh, he was going into his ninth grade year, and and I was probably not thinking about. It. I was still trying to beat him, maybe. Uh, but we we played at uh, we were at his uh, near his grandmother's house, uh, my mother in law's house, and there was a park, and so we played until. You know, it was really dark and we couldn't see anything. But, you know, as, as I started uh, losing grip on the game, my mind was, was saying, you know what, let me give him some confidence and, and let him win because um, he had never beaten me to that point. <laughs> and so so as as I couldn't see him and he couldn't see me in the dark, he scored the game winner and and ran all around the park <laughs> and saying, game, game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, so my, my whole thing is, is I wanted to give him confidence going into the ninth grade. That's the only reason I let him win. So you let him win. Yeah, you keep that story out there, Coach. <laughs> you keep pushing that story. It makes you look good. Because I bet if we got him to tell the story, it would be a little bit different. Like, no, I let the old man, yeah, it, I let the old man hang around for a while, and then I finished him in the dark. You know, it, I think he, he definitely would because there were some made baskets that I think he made that uh, because we couldn't see it go through the rim, that I said they were missing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly, you are in a stressful uh, position as the head coach of a basketball team, UWM, uh, the Panthers. And the last couple of games have certainly uh, not been easy for you. 
as far as your blood pressure. What are you going to do when the season's over? What? How are you going to relax? You know, it, never even thought about relaxing, did you? Yeah, the, <sighs> the fortunate and unfortunate thing is, is this is almost a you know twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five day a year gig, and and I love it. And it, it's unfortunate too that sometimes my family is sacrificed because of that. But uh, we have to recruit. We have to, you know, we have to, you know, fill our roster for next year. We have to, you know, make sure our guys are are doing the things they need to do academically. So um, normally during a regular year, and it's not a pandemic uh, like it is right now, um, the, our relaxed time as coaches would be at the Final Four just to let our hair down or other coaches can let their hair down. I can't, but, um, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's probably that week that we would have to, uh, at least a little bit of, of relaxation. I would think that'd be a very stressful time. Cause I would think you'd expect to be in the final four with the season like you're having this year. Well, any coach would love <laughs> to have the opportunity to be in the final four or NCAA tournament for, for that matter. And, and uh, that's our goal every single year, and, and hopefully we can we can uh, we can get to that someday. Uh, before we let you go, Coach, I, we have to ask you because you have your son who beat you when he was ninth grader and would thump you like a drum. Now I'm sure in the driveway <laughs> at your mother-in-law's house. Let's just be honest, because he's he's one of the top recruits in the country. Uh, I have to ask: Is he going to play for you next year, or he's going to go someplace else? You know that's um, you know that's a, a wait and see deal. I'm still trying to figure out what <laughs> you know what he's going to do. I, I just let him be a kid. I want to be a parent to him, a father to him, and I don't I don't want to put any undue pressure on on him in any respect. And you know the thing that we talked about is and talk about as parents is this is his dream, uh, being recruited, being uh, able to to pick the school that he wants to go to. And as a father, I have to let him have that have that opportunity um you know to do so and if it's with me i'm totally ecstatic if it's someone else or another school uh or another situation then i have to live with his his decision and and i will live with that can you even buy his food or clothes isn't that some (laughs) kind of recruiting (laughs) violation Right, if you're his coach. There there are times that he just goes in the fridge on his own because of what we purchased. (laughs) So I I can't talk about limits or or how much he eats. Okay, just uh, watch it. Just be careful, Coach. Tell you what, Coach, now I understand why those kids play their hearts out for you every night. Speeches like that, you you got to figure it out. And, and, And if he's on your team, you would have to tell him, look, mister, you're not getting any special treatment from me. Just because I'm your dad, you have to give him that speech, right? Yeah, you know, we've I've had a chance to see uh, many father-son duos in, in college basketball, and and uh, you know, from what from my perspective, I, I've seen that where where kids really just play hard for you know for for the coach, and it, which happens to be their dad. And there's you know, there's a kid in our league um, that's playing for his dad right now at Detroit, Antoine Davis, and. And I see his dad get on him just like he were, you know, you know, a, a regular kid that wasn't his son. So, um, you know, it's it's a dynamic that's tough um, because you know you have mom at home, and uh, you know that would probably be yelling at you if you yell too much as a kid. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> 
but uh, but also you got to be fair to the other student athletes or players on that team to to make sure everything is fair as well. All right, coach, we appreciate the time this morning. Thanks and uh, good no, luck. Yeah. No, appreciate you, and, and I appreciate what you guys are doing for for the MAC Fund. I know that um, I've been to several of the MAC Fund golf outings, and and I I've contributed and you know to childhood cancer and other blood disorders. So I, I appreciate what you guys are doing with your your radiothon, and and I think this is this is you guys are salt of the earth for for doing stuff like this. I really appreciate it too. Well, thank you, coach. coach. Thanks again for being on with us. Come back and see us. Come into the studio sometime. We'd love to have you. Oh. I would love to. I'd love to come in. All right, Coach. Good luck against Cleveland State in a couple of nights. Okay, thank you very much. You guys take care. All right, thanks, Coach. There you go. There you go, Tim. Your first your first guest on the program. How you feel? I was thinking about uh, when this when this came together. I was like, wow, yeah, this is we've been going on what two and a half years, and it's the first time. But what a yeah, what a, a unique time for for Coach and to think about. Having to, uh, the recruiting of his son to potentially play for him next year as a you know top five recruit and oh yeah they're uh, they're headed to Indianapolis <laughs> to try to punch a ticket to right. the big dance. Talk about a full plate, huh? <laughs> Holy cow! Right.